Welcome to the first episode of 2024. Just some quick things I wanted to say real quick is 2023 brought us 10 episodes, over 5 hours of content, and some new listeners. I did check the overall total listens of every episode before I started this one, and we are at over 100. I think it's somewhere around 115 which may not seem like a lot for 10 episodes, but it really is, especially for someone who is just starting out. So it is huge for me, and I just want to say, again, a huge thank you to everyone who has listened in the past or anyone who is just listening for the first time. Now, this week's episode was delayed a few days. I know I have to keep saying that, and I'm so sorry, but the reason that it was delayed is actually different than every other week, and that is I have decided I want to change the name of the podcast, which you might be like, Bailey, again, you've only had 10 episodes, like, why are you changing it? I feel like I'm in that point of this podcast journey where it's time to kind of, you know, figure things out, play with things, you know, there's not a huge following that if I were to change something, they'd all get really mad. But at the same time, when I started the podcast and I picked the name, I feel like the name really was more about me than it was about the content. And I just really don't want it to be like that. I want it to be more of a focus on the content itself. And so I've been trying very, very hard to come up with a new name, which has not proven easy because I cannot think of names. When I had my business trying to come up with like a creative uh, product name, it was just impossible. So I have been struggling and I was really, really hoping that I would have the new name picked out before this episode. However, I have not and given the fact that it's Wednesday of the following week, I did not want to put off this episode any longer. So I'm really hoping that number one will have this coming week's episode on time on Saturday, but also that I will have the name picked out by that second episode and we'll have everything figured out by then. So just bear with me. If you have any ideas, let me know. But also I have a new microphone, which I'm not currently using because I was trying to kind of test it out a little bit and it was just so quiet. Like you could barely hear me. Sometimes it didn't pick up on things And I feel like I just need to kind of tweak around with it a little bit more before I actually attempt to use it. So I am using my old microphone. However, the new microphone came with a stand that has one of those things that go in front of the microphone that helps like muffle background sound and everything. So I do have the old one in that stand with that thing. And we're going to see if that makes any changes in the content and the quality. I do have to say I really miss the video formats and apparently so does Spotify because they sent me an email that was like, we miss your videos, which I totally get it. But again, this episode and the next episode are both going to be just audio. And then after that, I will be back at my apartment and I will be able to do video episodes again. I really think it's something to do with our home Wi-Fi because I've just had so many problems with the software that I use for my videos. So that is why we haven't had the videos and why we had such a delay at the start of my break and being here. So anyways, let's get into the actual episode. So for this episode, I want to talk about agriculture in 2024. This is the year that we need to put our all into agriculture. 
And the reason for this is we are in an industry or wanting to get into it or supporting it where there's so many people who are struggling to make ends meet as they put food on the table for people across the world or clothes on our backs or, you know, the buildings we live in. And I think that's such a sad thing and it's not how it should be. So we need to make sure that we give agriculture everything that we've got this year. And obviously that's a goal for next year too. But for this year, we need to make that a goal. And this this goes for everyone. It's whether you're in the industry or whether, you know, you're interested in it. It's just something we all need to do. So I have a few tips here and these are just things of how you can give agriculture your all. Some of them are ones that I've said in past episodes. I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing me say the same thing, but I think a couple of them might be new. So our very first one is to learn something new. And I put this one first on the list because I think that it's really important because we all know I am a big fan of higher education and everything. But what I mean by this is just taking the time to learn something new in agriculture. And there is always something new to learn whether you've been in the industry your whole life or whether you're just now joining. So I think it's just important that you make the goal of at least picking one thing that is something you don't know anything about or you know very little about and you put in the effort to learn what you can. Because again, I think it's important that not only do we continue to learn, but we also try to learn what we can about this industry that we're in Even if, you know, you're a cattle rancher and that's all you've ever done, all you're ever going to be, maybe learn about pigs so you can see what that side of things are and maybe make it a little more relatable in things. So that's just a goal that I think everyone should have. I have not decided what my something new will be, but maybe I'll share that in a future episode. Our second one is to get a small start in agriculture. Now, this is for anyone who isn't currently involved in agriculture but wants to be. What this is, is just finding some small way that you can dip your toes into the agriculture world. A lot of people want to dive in head first. They're like, I'm just going to start ranching or something. And they find that it's not as easy as one might think. So, with this, it's really just getting those baby steps, building up skills, learning what you can, and then doing all that you want to do. So some examples I have here are things like starting a garden, getting a beehive, raising some chickens, etc. For this, really find something that you're interested and also able to do. I think a problem that some people have is they think that something is what they ought to do, but it's not something they're interested in. And so once they really get into it, they burn out and they're just exhausted, they don't want to do it anymore, that kind of thing. So it's important that whatever you decide to do, you're actually interested in it and not just something to do something, if you know what I mean. The third one is definitely one that I've said before, and that is to join an an organization. So find a local organization that piques your interest. I think organizations are really great because while you can have your friend groups, you do typically pick people who are similar to you which obviously a local organization, you're going to have some interests in common, but at the same time, it's different people with different opinions, and I think it's a really great way to make more friends, be more involved, and also learn something. And this goes for everyone, so if you are in the industry, find an organization that is something to do with what you already do, 
And if you're interested, just find organizations of things that you have an interest in. For me personally, I am in an organization, but I will have something to say about that in a few coming weeks. I can't really talk about it at the moment. But I am definitely looking to find some other organizations to join this year. Number four, there's not really a lot to it, and that's simply just shop local. And that will kind of tie into our next one. But overall, if you can, support local, support your local economy. That is a real big problem we have now is everybody immediately decides to go to Amazon or, you know, the big name brand stores and a lot of smaller stores suffer and a lot of them do have ties to the agriculture industry. I will have to say for me personally, living in Montana, I would think that I would go through Amazon more than I actually do, but I really don't because it will take at least five days for things to get to me and sometimes I just really want something quickly. So I will prefer to actually go somewhere. That might change when I move to an area where I don't have as much convenient access to places, but we will just have to wait and see. But number five, like I said, ties into that, and that is to shop from ranchers or farmers. Now, a lot of ranches and farms sell their goods, which include things such as crops, uh, like vegetables, um, beef, other animal goods, or other goods that they make from things from them. So say they have bees and they sell honey, but then they also sell things from the beeswax, like a lip balm or like a balm for your hands. And the thing is, they make more money when it's bought directly from them. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but if I remember the statistics correctly, it's 14.3% of every dollar that a consumer pays for a good is what a farmer makes. So a lot of times they make very little money off of things, which again is really sad and that's why they struggle to make ends meet. So when you buy things from places, so like say the grocery store who brought or bought the crops from a farmer and then they package it, they sell it at the grocery store, you obviously now have to pay packaging costs, but you also are getting more profit from them and then just a tiny bit goes to the farmers and ranchers. So that obviously makes them far less money. But if you buy directly from them, A, it could be cheaper for you because you're not paying packaging costs. You could just bring your own bin and go get it from them. But it's also the money just goes straight to them. They're not having someone else pay them out. So I think it's really important that if you are able to, to shop directly from them and support them directly. For our next one, it is to support via social media. Now, some ranches or just people in general who are in the industry may turn to social media for extra income and awareness. If you see an account that you like, follow them and engage with them. This means liking, commenting, you know, saving it, copying the link, reposting it, whatever. That is all extremely helpful to them. And another thing I think a lot of payment when it comes like from the social media platform it's how many views you get so by you viewing it and then maybe sharing it on your story so other people go view it that really helps them and that helps those who need that extra income especially but also on the awareness side if it's you know a ranch who's talking about everything that they do and just like life with cattle and different things like that they are spreading awareness on agriculture which is great and by you, again, engaging with them and helping spread their 
profile, that is helping boost that education for everyone. And it's also a really great way to learn new stuff for you. And our final one also has to do with that, and that is to create your own social media platform. So if you are just getting started in agriculture, document your journey. There is something that people really love about that. I mean, it's why there's so many accounts that are like their weight loss journey or other things like that because people find it relatable and there's always going to be someone who looks up to you because they see what you're doing and they're like, that's what I want to do. So it's really great to do that, um, but it also can help make sure that there are people who are going to support you and are wanting to help you. You know, if you post a video of, I'm, say you are deciding to start a ranch, you're really just diving headfirst into it, and, you know, you start with starting to clear the property and, you know, figure things out, you might have people who are actual ranchers already fill your comments with helpful advice and everything, or, you know, saying, if you ever need anything, you know, please reach out to me, I'm more than happy to help you. And so it's a really great way to kind of build that support support system while you get it figured out. And even if you aren't, you know, doing something like starting a ranch head first, but, you know, maybe you decided you want to be a vet. Like, I, again, I don't know who specifically listens to this podcast, but say there's like a high schooler who decided that they're going to go to college and go to vet school and everything. Say that they want to become a, a vet, like a vet for farms and everything and they start documenting that process, that gets more people interested and it gets to help them feel more related and they'll find more people in their field. So it doesn't specifically have to be, you know, oh, I'm starting a ranch. That's not going to be the only content that people find relatable. Or, you know, maybe you're not even interested in actually doing something like that, but you want to talk about agriculture and share it. That's another really great thing to do. But for those who are in the industry, social media is also a really great way to get more support for you And it's really great when we flood the, you know, for you page or whatever it is with accurate information. And I mean that in the sense of there's always going to be people who make comments about how bad agriculture is or this and that. But having people who are actually in the industry, who are part of it every day, sharing that information, when we have that kind of be what people see the most that's really great because, again, it spreads that awareness. So, that's all of that. Overall, I just want to say that we really need to do everything we can for agriculture this year because while it's not going to, you know, suddenly disappear this year, down the road, it might slowly disappear in the sense of, you know, there's going to be one corporation that owns it all or there's certain subsidies of it just are disappearing because of the way that people are acting and the limited amount of education that really is spread. So whether you do something small or something big, just make it a goal that this year you do something for agriculture. And I would really love to hear any additional ideas that you guys have or the things that you're doing. That could be at any point in the year. I would just really love to see those kind of things. Now, for next week, we will be talking about the secrets of food labels, including GMOs and organics. This is a topic that I wouldn't necessarily say I get really heated about, but it is something that I'm very passionate about and always am willing to talk about and educate people with. So I really hope you guys are excited for that episode. I've already started writing so much because it just started flowing. But like I said, I really hope that I have the new 
name picked out because this is a struggle. The problem is I do have like a few that I've listed, but none of them are jumping out as like the, yes, like this is it. This is the one. So that's kind of my problem. Um, but if you see this before the new episode comes out and you maybe have a name idea, let me know because I would really be interested in it. But that is all and I will see you guys in just a few days when we have our next episode. I'll see you then.